Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast, where Kyle Curtin takes you on an extraordinary journey alongside renowned multifamily real estate sponsors and syndication experts from every corner of the United States. We teach you how to harness the power of passive real estate investing and witness the transformation of your wealth building strategy. Let's create wealth together. What's up, guys? This is Kyle. Welcome to the Creating Wealth Podcast. Today, I'm going to share a quick little tip that I learned this year about home equity lines and utilization, like credit utilization. So something to be very mindful of, right? A lot of us are very bullish on using home equity lines for investing. You know, it's a, a neat little um, you know, form of leverage that you can use on your journey that becomes available to you after you've built up a fair amount of equity in a property. Um, typically, it'll be like a primary residence and that kind of thing. I know that there's like like rental home equity lines out there. Don't know too much about them at this point, to be honest with you. But yeah, so basically something that I ended up realizing is a few months back, or I should say earlier this year, um, I'll start there before I progress to a few what happened a few months back. Um, I ended up leveraging a home equity line for an investment. And I tied up a, a very, you know, mo the majority of the line. Um, I'd say probably a good like 90% of the line. And what I, you know, everything was cool. Like it was in the form of a promissory note. It was getting a 10% return, um, you know, monthly distributions, that type of thing. And I, I ended up, uh, if you want to kind of learn more about what I did, I made a podcast episode very, very recently. I believe it was like last, it might've been last week on Wednesday, uh, from when this episode comes out on the, um, one, two on the January 3rd, I believe is, is when this little episode's coming out. Um, but yeah, so I, I did a, you know, a, a one year note and, you know, I was getting paid monthly, like everything was cool. And my car, like my vehicle ended up crapping out on me and long story short, like it was an old vehicle. Like it was just, you know, kind of time it ended up dying on me. It was a little four cylinder, um, Nissan Sentra that was like a 2009 ended up crapping the bed. And there was two cylinders that went kaput out of four. So basically it was like a little flip and go-kart, um, which isn't very good on the highways around Millsex County. <laughs> um, and it was way past the point of being worth it to try to fix it, you know? So long story short, I ended up buying something. I financed it. And what I thought was incredibly interesting was when I looked at my credit, because you can look at your um, credit through uh, like one of the, I mean, you know, you can do a run your reports and stuff like that. Um, but I, you know, kind of did a little glimpse through my credit card app to just kind of get, you know, the pictures of, of where the scores are at, like, you know, the factors that go into it, just kind of size up where I'm at, you know, because I knew that I was getting financing from a local bank. Um, and something to keep in mind, this is something that I've never heard be talked about before. Um, but something to be very, very mindful of is your utilization 
and being lendable when you're using a home equity line to invest in in something or even like just using it for home improvement projects, whatever. Because so my credit score was, uh, I want to say like 760, um, you know, earlier this year. And I ended up looking at through the, the credit app and my score was like 716. I'm like, oh, what the hell? Like, that's that's weird. Like, no, like, why is that like that? And the more that I, you know, kind of read between the lines and and dug into some of the factors that that go into calculating the score, it said that my utilization was was poor. Like it was bad. Like it was crazy. And I was like, oh, like what the hell? Like that's weird. Like, yeah, I, I use my my card and stuff like that. But like, you know, I know you're not supposed to go above thirty percent or or even like lower than that. You know, to make the credit gods happy and all that. Um, I'm kidding about that, but not really. <laughs> um, so like, it's not like I'm like a insanely like crazy credit card user, you know what I mean? So I'm like, I just, I never, like, I don't have a huge debt or anything like that. My utilization on my credit card itself is, is usually insanely small. Um, but where the utilization was crazy was on my home equity line. So that was showing up because it's recourse debt. You know what I mean? Like it's my property is is in a um, under my personal name. The home equity line is obviously tied to that in a second lien position. So that's it's something that will show up when your credit is ran in any sort of capacity. So the thing that I thought was incredibly interesting is there's a, a couple thorns or another side of of the sword, another side of the blade to a home equity line. And I say that because it's a very, very beautiful vehicle to be able to leverage, especially in the real estate investment sector, um, because you're buying property anyway. You know, most of us are looking for equity, um, you know, and, and projects to build equity fast and that type of thing. And, you know, you can use that to keep buying and stuff like that. It's an it's an absolutely awesome vehicle if the numbers in, in situation make sense. Right. But something that I didn't realize until I did was that because I had the majority of that line at, uh, like at work for me and it was, it was an investment and it was a positive investment and everything was going hunky dory. My credit utilization suffered. So, you know, and my credit score went down and, you know, my lendability was still like solid, you know what I mean? But it wasn't what it could have been. And like my rate was still pretty solid. Um, you know, that I ended up getting from the bank, like, like, I'm not going to complain, you know what I mean? But it basically could have been a lot better if I had that principal, you know, paid back in that investment, you know? So like, just that's something to keep in mind is like, you know, I had this black swan event where like my car shit the bed, like totally wasn't expecting to buy something, uh, buy another vehicle, especially because it's a liability and we try not to buy liabilities in our community. <laughs> um, but my point being is to like, just kind of be careful when leveraging a home equity line to invest or using a, a vast majority of that, um, you know, available amount available balance, because yeah, you're able to leverage a lot of capital that, you know, you didn't put in, you know, extra hours at work for that you didn't make commissions for, et cetera. Um, you know, and as long as you're able to like arbitrage the interest rate and beat it and have everything make sense, it's phenomenal. But the other side of that coin 
is having your credit score go down a little bit, having your utilization go fucking crazy, you know, depending on if you're using a vast majority of it. Um, so when your credit is pulled, if you're looking for properties that are under your name and not, you know, just under like buying it with an LLC and in the whole thing, um, that's something that's going to come up. I know it's a very like unique situation. Um, you know, for many of us, like a, a lot of stars have to align to be kind of like in the position that I was in where you had this, you know, three family property had this home equity line, you know, had something else that needed to be financed that, you know, kind of happened out of the blue. In my case, it was a vehicle. Um, and, you know, I just so happened to have a one year passive investment that was active at the time and like halfway through or three quarters of the way through, but I don't have it back yet. But because I'm, you know, using it and it is recourse debt, like I'm using a ton of it out of the entire balance. So the banks like freak out a little bit and be like, oh my God, like he's using all this crazy leverage. So that actually dropped my credit score and, um, you know, increased my utilization basically through the flipping roof. So one thing that I will mention guys is that's just how it happened for, um, you know, because I was purchasing a vehicle. I don't know yet. I still need to get a lot more information and, and have more conversations about, you know, leveraging a line for a property. Um, and like when you like actually draw that because you don't want to be caught with your pants down, essentially kind of like I was, um, you know, with the, the vehicle purchase where, you know, you have 50,000, 80,000, $100,000 out. And now you go to get pre-approved and the bank's like, holy fucking shit, dude. Like you get to chill out <laughs> because your utilization's crazy. Um, and essentially kind of like the timing for when you, you know, take those things out. My advice to you guys, because I'm not sure, is to talk to a lender, um, you know, and if you're looking to leverage home equity line money, disclose that very quickly and kind of see what they say. That's what I'm going to be doing uh, in the very short term future is like seeing how, like, what are the intricacies of that and what do they look like? Um, and how do I make sure that I play my cards correctly? and don't basically drop my purchase power and my lendability accidentally by doing something too early. And um, yeah, so that's a, that was a very interesting lesson to me. Luckily it didn't make a huge difference, but I know like as soon as I get that principal back in a few months and I pay it back to the line instantly, you know, it'll probably take like 30 days, but my utilization is probably going to go back down to like an insanely small number and that's going to fix, you know, uh, basically my credit score because everything else is is solid for the most part. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, definitely keep that in mind, my friends. And yeah, I'd love to hear, you know, uh, how, you know, investing with home equity lines has gone for you guys. Have things gone insanely well and you've built like a super crazy, um, you know, portfolio from it have things not gone well, you know, with the home equity line and, and you've been put in some really challenging situations and, and gotten through it. I'd love to hear it all my friends. So yeah, but um, yeah, I thought this was a, a neat little tip that I absolutely wanted to share with you guys because it's something that I personally just went through literally like a, a few weeks ago, technically. Um, Cause I ended up buying a vehicle and, and I love it very much, but yeah. <laughs> 
So um, something to keep in mind. But um, yeah, if you guys could, please leave a rating and a review on the show. If you could, you know, please share this little episode with somebody that, you know, might want to invest with the home equity line or looking at the intricacies of it. Um, and yeah, you know, and, and see, see what happens. And, um, like I said, talk to your lenders before, if you're looking to do anything like this, um, you know, and, and leverage that capital for other properties and that type of thing, just make sure you have the conversations upfront and figure out how it works. So you don't accidentally mess things up for yourself, <laughs> you know? Um, because it is, it is debt that, that you're using. It's not just straight, you know, cash from a, a cash out refi type of thing. So, um, just be careful, you know, play your numbers the right way, uh, have the right conversations with the right relationships, right people, and, um, and have a fun time building wealth, my friends. But already, I hope you guys have an absolutely awesome Wednesday today, and I will talk to you in the next one. Goodbye. That's a wrap for today's episode. We want to thank you for being a valued listener of the Creating Wealth Podcast. Make sure to visit www.creatingwealth.com to connect with us. Dive into our ever-expanding library of informative blogs. Get access to our private investor portal and explore a wide range of additional valuable resources. Stay tuned for our next episode as we continue to create wealth together. Thank you.